our audio file. <laughs> oh, dude, it's going to be 100% dog shit. Yeah. All right, sweet. So, yeah, I got uh, I got two shards here. And nice. you got one there? I've got a Chablis. A Chablis nice. Chardonnay. Nice. So, I don't know. I guess we'll just... Uh, I don't know. Maybe this episode... What? So, you're going to do it by, like, grape variety? Or, I don't know. We'll just fucking figure it out. We'll start at some point and then just figure it out from now on. Yeah. I mean, but uh, we, we were going with just, like, fucking Chardonnay for this one, I guess. Was yeah, yeah, yeah. The game. It's the game. Yeah. So, right. I have a I have a 2017 Chablis from Plateau de la Cornasse uh, from Patrick Pugh's. Nice. Patrick Pugh's yeah. makes some good stuff. Patrick Pugh's. Well, Pugh's. I mean, I got this I got this bottle because you pointed at it and we're like, that's good. You should get it. And I was yeah, like, nice. delicious. P-I-U-Z-E. What we should probably do is, like, if we're just going to do just audio like this, we should take pictures and mm-hmm. uh, then, like, post it online. We should probably set up a website yeah. and then post pictures there and be like, oh, these are the wines we have. Um, that's a good call. Yeah, yeah. So Chablis, C-H-A-B-L-I-S. Chablis. Chablis. And uh, I got... I have two here. Uh, Macomb Village is the is like the the region in in France mm-hmm. in Burgundy, um, and um, Lafon L A F O N is the producer. Oh, uh, Dominique Lafon. Uh, I don't know if it's Dominique Lafon. It just says Le Heritiers du Comte Lafon. I don't know if it's. I, let me. I can Google. L A F O N. Yeah, L A F O N. It's probably Dominique Lafon, right? Oh no no I think. Oh no! Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, Domaine de Comte Lafon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Dominique Lafon, Dominique yeah. Lafon so owns all, it. Yeah, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, it's all biodynamic, and hey, mm-hmm. we're not gonna talk about Sorath today, but you know, hey, baby, <laughs> get to it. <laughs> Every conversation is ultimately about Sorath, all, is it not? All roads lead to Sorath. Yeah, but uh, mm. yeah. So the other one I have is a. Uh, oh, that was a, yeah, twenty eighteen. So nice. that's a baby, and then this other one I got is a is Copain is the producer, uh, uh, Le Voisin, L E S and then V O I S I N S. It's a 2016 um, Anderson Valley Chardonnay, so California, uh, Northern California. Nice. Um, yeah, so I wanted to get that to do sort of like because we were doing two French ones, and I wanted to do uh, yeah. you know the French one and like an American one. And yeah. uh, sort of, you know, this is good. It's not like a totally, and we'll get into it, but it's not. I want to go with something that wasn't totally ridiculous. Like, just tastes like a stick of butter. Mm hmm. Um, just, you know. It's like the movie theater popcorn. St- yeah. Just stick of butter. Spilled all over you. Dunked into a bottle of vanilla extract. Like, I didn't yeah. really want covered in, like, sawdust. Like, I didn't want that. Yeah. Right away, a, can, the, like the way that, that they the way that they make that's actually like kind of impressive because they um, it's all about like manipulating uh, diacetyl fermentation really particularly. Oh, like the buttery shards. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I think you were telling me about that. And uh, yeah, I mean, there's there's a fuck there's a yeah there's a fucking California Chardonnay that's literally just called butter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because fuck you. Right. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, we gotta we gotta do that at some point. Have like, all right, let's oh, do yeah. like the the super rich decadent California oh, Chardonnay yeah. deal. We can talk about that, but yeah. So that was just sort of a whatever an intro thing, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. We want to go through like general Chardonnay information. I don't know. I don't fucking know. Like, I don't I mean, have a book open. Should, let's do it. Let's let's. Right. I I have the internet open, which is if you think about it, just like a big book with 
really cheap porn. Really cheap porn. Yeah. Yeah. Cheap is free. In fact. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so Chardonnay I- is uh, it is the um, I believe most widely planted white wine grape in the world. Yeah, I was going to say pretty much anywhere that you can grow wine uh, or wine is being grown, Chardonnay is probably being grown there. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, the Copain's good. These are both really good wines. Um, I, don't, I haven't had that Patrick Pugh's wine, but um, I've had other wines and they're really good. Yeah, um, it's it's very good. It's super like it's super tight, like very bright, very. Um, very like cold melon fleshy type uh, mm-hmm. fruit flavors, and then yeah, just a, enough acid to fucking you know feel like you're living in the '60s. Mm. But yeah, so art. So when you say tight, that's like does that mean that it's not like mineral, like completely like, aromatic? All right. So what do you mean by mineral? Because that's I mean uh, that itself is like a oh, huge yeah, debate. Yeah. People argue all the time. Well, I always think of minerality as being like a very um, I don't know, like uh, you know how petrichor, like when it, like wet slate has that very particular yeah. smell to it. Yeah, yeah. That that's what I tend to associate with minerality mm-hmm. in like white wines is like a slaty, mm-hmm. um, not like a chalkiness. Like that's a different sort of uh, palate experience, mm-hmm. but just this the where the base note in the wine is this very firm firm place built in acid and flavor profile because mm-hmm. um, i don't know yeah you're, you're right minerality is like a completely useless phrase most yeah. of the time but um, i mean we, yeah we can have another one where we talk talk about just that yeah but, but in yeah. terms of in terms of like tight i mean that this is very like it's restrained it's not like trying to be overly um overly showy like it's not it's not just got a, a huge bouquet of a bunch of different flavors popping off the nose right away like mm-hmm then it's pretty cold. I've had it in the fridge for a while. Yeah, but then like yeah. on the palate, it's just got a lot of malic acid, like a lot of green apple flavors, mm-hmm. and mixed in with like lime rind and, um, but it's all it's all got it all feels like it has strict definitions to where those flavors will like happen in your mm-hmm. mouth. Like it's very yeah. it's very discreet, and it's not just sort of washing out over over the, your whole palate over like every part of your mouth and filling that all with flavor like it's it's mm-hmm. hitting with uh, with acid and with structure everywhere but but that's you know that's its own thing yeah nice. so nice. yeah there's another one nice. that comes a lot so Chablis like super north in Burgundy Burgundy's this region yeah. like eastern uh, eastern France stretches pretty mm-hmm. high up so Chablis is a region that's like most other regions of Burgundy are all sort of like connected, but yeah. Chablis is this isolated region that's actually closer to Champagne, which is like northeastern northern yeah. um, France, than it is to the rest of Burgundy. And uh, soils there have a ton of like limestone and seashells and um, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. So people say that oh, that adds to like the minerality, which as we've you know talked about, we don't really know if it's like a fucking thing or not. People just say it is, and yeah. oh, you can smell rock, but it's like all right, have you smelled the rock before? Like no, that doesn't make any sense. But or like if you licked a rock, smell. Like, I, I lick rocks all the time. Lick rocks. It's my yeah. premier hobby. Um, 
I'm a, I have a very weird. That's like, <laughs> yeah, just the most a like, very weird set thing. of fetishes. <laughs> I play with trains for three hours, and I go outside and yeah. lick rocks. People are like, That's "Hey, great. you kick, go kick rocks." I'm like, "I will not. I, I will lick, lick rocks." Yeah, I have far too much respect for rocks. Yeah, too much I am sensual or I'm gonna go, go tongue fuck a chunk of granite right now <laughs> sensual respect that's another good one that's like sensual respect to, yeah so, <laughs> i need to be like it's an album cover where like like i'm not like my back is to the camera mm-hmm. and like yeah. my head's Just turned and like my hair's dressed gelled. like boy george yeah 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 in the back of not my boy jacket george, like george michael respect yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. boy george but it's just yeah. me, and it's like oddly like foggy, but all the like steam is coming out of like a like a like a manhole, mm-hmm. you know. But in front, Very, of me, yeah, between manhole. my legs, manhole yeah. would be another good name. Man, <laughs> damn, that's a... <laughs> nice. It's good. Why is that not? Why do people not laugh about that all the time? I don't know. Why is it not a woman hole? Hmm? Oh yeah. Hmm? I want to know the history of woman holes. That's shit. I mean, <laughs> 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 making. Making shitty sexist jokes, and we're only eight <laughs> minutes or ten minutes in. Uh, Woo! Nice. Yeah, this one's anyway. for the boys. <laughs> Drinking wine for the uh, boys. Those things are. God, it's depressing. Anyway, yeah, so, everything's for the boys. So everything, basically. Yeah. All right. So Macon Village, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, so Macon, Macon is one of the bigger villages. It's one of the bigger towns in Burgundy. It is in the um, in Maconay, which is. Uh, just fucking like so there's Nailed there's it. Cote de Nuit yeah I can't say French shit there's Cote de Nuit and Cote de Bone and those are the northern two like sections of the Cote de Or yeah, yeah. Cote, the, the gold the gold coast um or this aspect or whatever the fucking slope yeah yeah same term is yeah uh but then there's um there's uh Oh, so Macon's yeah. a, is a village, but is that where your wine came from? Uh, yes. Yeah, so it's a uh, um, like the the AOC is mm-hmm. the, the like subregion, and in France is like we'll get into this at some point. We'll talk about yeah. terminology and shit. But like AOC is j- basically like a word for like a geographic area in France. Yeah, that's like uh, not just like a, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Go for not, it. Go for it. Oh no! Oh, I was just not not it. just a fucking uh, you know. Member of the House of Representatives. I thought you were going to say something slam way, dunk. way worse than that. Like oh, I was... <laughs> you were thinking it, but <laughs> you're like not episode one. No, 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 no. It's the fact that <laughs> the fact that I do have like a very le- the, the fact that I have a very legitimate crush on her and just wish that you know I thought it was possible that by her age I would have accomplished anything. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> is it the glasses or That's what is it? Completely separate. I think it's just the fact that she's like. Competent. <laughs> that's, wow, that's your bar's really that me. low. You're like that's. Just, I mean, that's all it takes. Uh no, no. That's I, that's why I respect her as like a lawmaker more mm. than you know almost mm. anyone else in the government. I have a crush on her because she's just really hot, and it's. I was gonna I say think, I got. Uh, I think, yeah. I got bad you, news for Ashley because I consider mm. myself pretty uh, competent. If you know what I'm saying. Yeah, no, you're yeah. you're both competent and hot as as is mm. Ashley. Mm. Yeah, I, man, I, I no, man. I just like, well, yeah, 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 yeah. I get what you, I get what you mean. But oh, no, there's something, there's, there's something there's about like me. a, a C-SPAN video where you're having to watch some fucking crypt keeper looking motherfucker from you know, say Delaware, maybe who you, <laughs> you, you're just kind of like, 
in the back of your head like oh yeah they're just a rapist like i just know right. that about this guy like he's he's right. had too much right. power for too long right he's gotta be a rapist and then all of a sudden like a really attractive young woman from new york is just like giving a much more impassioned speech and speaking much more articulately and you're like wow i have the weirdest boner right now i don't know mm. what to I had the, the about face that was done in the last moment between how much I was expecting from this person. So Dominique Lafon, right? He's a producer. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't know. I just, and uh, uh, yeah, he makes good wine. So yep. I'm drinking one of his wines right now. Yeah, it's. Uh, so you don't want yeah, to talk about how much I want to fuck politicians. Uh, I mean, you're not talking. I'll tell about you. How, I'll tell you. I'll tell you about, about how much I want to fuck Dominique Lafon. I don't. Ooh, I don't want to. I don't want to fuck him. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I know too many people who the work ones? for him. <laughs> oh, do you? Yeah. Oh, uh, no, because uh, he owns Lingua Franca, where he's like. A, oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah, the okay. winemaker for yep. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. yep. So actually, Didn't several good friends of mine do currently work for him. So I shouldn't nice. make jokes about fucking him. But I mean, um, I mean, <laughs> what if he's flattered? Ooh, that'd be cool. I mean, that would be, be cool. Like, yeah, that would be cool. I'd be, yeah. I'd be flattered if he was flattered. Throw you a couple bottles of tongue in cheek, yeah. if you know what I'm saying. Ooh, uh, yeah. Have you had that wine? I have not. I've not. I've had. It's good. I think I've had Mimi's Mind and Plowshares, or is Plowshares one of their ones? I don't know. Um, I've had. I've had. Um, I think I've had Mimi's Mind, and I might have had tongue in cheek. I think tongue in cheek is my favorite Pinot they make, and then I think Sisters maybe is my favorite shard. There might be another one, but I don't know. Mm. They're I've not like, gotten to try their shards. They're unfortunately like Sisters is like one hundred and fifty dollars. Like it's so yeah, fucking expensive, yeah, yeah. and it's like, come on, man. But we've had this discussion yesterday about a different winery mm-hmm. who still is not evenly back. Anyway, so this. Yeah. Winery, <laughs> oh yeah, the plow. The I've had the plow, the plow. which is oh, their the plow, like okay. the the plow is. Well, that's kind of cool. I guess I hadn't seen their those labels yet. Um, the plow is their like sixty dollar bottle, and it's. Mm-hmm. I mean. It, for for anyone listening, um, it's it's a good bottle of wine. You should go buy it. <laughs> um, like I don't know, it's sixty. It. It's, it's kind of hard yeah. to find. Yeah, sixty bucks isn't cheap, but it's like I would. I don't know. I appreciate it as a. Uh, oh, they have a forty dollar bottle now, and a fifty five dollar bottle. Like a wow, they actually, yeah, nice. they actually have affordable wines. Oh, nice. Yeah, good on them. Yeah. Yeah, oh, so, uh, but, like, the structure of Burgundy is, like, it, from north to south, it's Cote de, uh, the Cote d'Or encompasses uh, Cote de Nuit, which is the top, then Cote de Bonne, which, bon, which is south of that, and then south of that is Cote de Chalonnais, then there is uh, Maconnais, mm-hmm. and then below that is Beaujolais. Um, yeah, it's interesting, and then, most people don't consider, like, Beaujolais part of Burgundy, but it technically is. I'm, yeah, and all and the the thing about like Burgundy in terms of like it's it's tiny like geographically speaking is such a small area and the Cote d'Or is most of what people are talking about when they're talking about like Grand Cru and Premier Cru like hot like Burgundy with like serious fucking yeah yeah um like all of the labels that command insane prices Prestige that i know of yeah for like red burgundy come out of cote de nuit and cote de bone there's a couple um, i mean there's a couple of uh producers in, in chablis that have really high prices like dovey sot mm. and, and ravenel yeah but well, you're right like I, the large majority of the, yeah. the really like 
highly sought after and collectible and super fucking yeah. expensive producers are all in, in uh, Kotami or Kotoban. Well, and Shibli is a bit of a weird... They're almost... Uh, like, I would almost credit them with being like a... Because technically, it's part of Burgundy, but they're a weird, like... They're just weird. It's like it's a weird adjunct to Burgundy because it's... Sep- it's like more separate than the rest of it geographically. Yeah. Like it's it's yeah, north, yeah. I think, of Dijon. I wonder what the history is of that. I don't know. Being incorporated into Burgundy. Yeah. Those those are the kind of questions I wanted to know when I went to the like the intro song mm-hmm. class or whatever. I would ask those, and they were like, oh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> but, um, but I think I think I don't think it's like because it was it was beyond their understanding. I think they just like didn't really maybe they didn't care or they learned it at some point and forgot or something like that. But that's the kind yeah. of weird stuff that I'm like interested in. It was like kind of details, but uh, but yeah, yeah. So yeah. So uh, Maconay is you know a lot more uh, a lot further south than Chablis, so it's gonna be warmer. Mm-hmm. So the flavors in this are a bit more like <clears throat> ripe. So mm-hmm. people say that it's kind of like. If you think about like a uh, underripe peach versus a super ripe peach, where underripe is like yeah. if you think about texture, but also like a super ripe peach is really floral and rich and like mm-hmm. like decadent and generous in terms of like giving up its flavors and stuff. Where it's a like a, a underripe peach, you have to really like try to smell it kind of intensely. It's some kind of weird to get the flavors out of it. Yeah. Whereas like a peach is or a super ripe peach is more generous. So I guess that's in terms of like generous and tight and whatever. Yeah. Um, but this one's like generous and tight. Um, but <laughs> gotta tone this down a little bit. Hey. But, um, no, but I mean, so I've already just is gone like, on a huge tangent about how I want to make out with AFC. AFC. Yeah. You know, Sorry about that. Let's be honest. You don't. I'm, I want to. I want to marry her and have children and live a very happy life in a socialist and utopia. Just respect her all the way. I mean. Functionally, yes, but for the for the purposes of this conversation, that's boring. So we can ignore yeah, it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, so your uh the mm, macaroni. Yeah. So we basically have picked weirdly managed to pick wines from uh more like representing more or less northern and southern expressions of Burgundy in terms of Chardonnay. Which is yeah. kind of cool. Like I don't that we yeah, don't yeah. Really mean to do that, but um, yeah, no, it, it works out. And I yeah. think like what I was saying with like the, the warmer climate, like the flavors tend to be more expressive, but also there is that like minerality thing where mm-hmm. this it has like a salinity, so it's almost like yeah. When you smell it, it smells like if you ever like open an oyster, you like a freshly shucked oyster or whatever, and yep. you smell it like that sort of like saline mixed with like the shell, yeah. the, the smell of the shell also like that's in here pretty like strongly to me. Yeah. Along with like whatever standard, like, like, like yeah, 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 yeah. With like apple and white flower. That's kind of like standard for trying to people say like, Oh, it's apples and white flowers and whatever the fuck that means. You know? uh, yeah. But, um, yeah, white flowers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I like <laughs> to know, call them the one white flower. Smell yeah. There, there is the flowers of privilege. <laughs> Mm, uh, that's delicious. Yeah. And, uh, but yes, I mean, do you want to talk about, because I have the other, um, I have the California Chardonnay, so you want to talk a little more about, like, we can keep talking about, like, old world, so, like, European Chardonnay? Well, yeah, I think something we could cover, certainly from, well, something we should probably cover about Chardonnay is it comes from Burgundy. Um, mm-hmm. that's where the, that's where the varietal, like, originated. Um, and it is, um, 
Oh, uh, whenever someone says like white burgundy, that's they just mean Chardonnay. Like there yeah. are technically a couple others. I think Melon de Bourgogne and Pinot no, Blanc uh... are well. Is oh, Melon grown yeah. in Beaujolais a, a little bit? Uh, I don't know actually. I don't know. Uh, Pinot Blanc, I know there's some, but there's Aligote. S- you know, oh, and Aligote is the, Aligote is the other. Like Aligote is like definitely the number two, and then yeah. I think number yeah. three would probably be if there is like Melon de Bourgogne and. I, um, I think I might be. Yeah, I think I might be totally off on oh. on that. Did you know there's a weird like uh, a weird AOC near sh- like a satellite AOC of Chablis? I think it's called like Saint Varen or something, where they only grow like Sau Blanc. That's awesome. I it's did cool. not know that. Yeah, I um, didn't know that until I started studying for that test, and then I was at I was down in DC, and I forget the name of the wine bar. I think it was like Little Pearl or something. No. Uh, I forget. It's like little like there's a bunch of different restaurants associated with that, mm-hmm. but they had a bottle at Saint Varan, and I was like, oh shit, I want to try it. And it was Saint really Varenne. cool because it, yeah. it tasted like, um, it. I mean, it tasted like Sablanc made in Chablis. Like it was super mineral. Didn't have like that, that like um, green bell pepper thing that a lot of like Sablancs have that I don't like. Mm-hmm. It was just like super mineral, and it was like tasted like Chablis, but. It was like, imagine Chablis, yeah. but it's Sav Blanc. Like, I don't, that means nothing to a lot of people. No, but, but Sav Blanc, I mean, no, yeah, it's a valuable thing because, like, I don't know. Sav Blanc can get that that uh, that quality of hedgy, like, green bell pepperiness if yeah. it's not, um, if the canopy is not in balance. Like, if it's not, um, if it's not hedged properly, basically, you'll just get yeah, over vigorous. Yeah, you just get over vigorous uh, leaf growth. And then mm-hmm. that creates this weird, like, the plant basically makes fruit production secondary at that point. And it's really obvious with Sauvignon Blanc, at least the one place that I've ever worked on farming it. And you can just see the plants that are really healthy and producing a lot of leaves. They don't mm-hmm. care much about producing fruit. And so the fruit they do produce is, like, like got really weird. It's got this really weird, like, sort of flavor profile because the it's it it just grows kind of in the shade and then mm-hmm. is lacking a lot of the like I don't know it's like none of the none of the none of the hormone pathways in the plant are basically dedicated to getting carbohydrates and developmental like nutrients and shit to into the fruit to the fruit like it's just yeah. focused on and it's focused on using the um using the leaves to make the make the roots healthy but Mm-hmm. Sauvignon, Sauvignon Blanc's a tricky grape to grow. Um, like, it's it's easy, it's either it's it's this weird grape where you can either just fucking mass produce it like they do in Marlboro or Marlboro, mm-hmm. um, or you can really craft it. And those are your like those are the extremes. Everything in the middle gets kind of weird and like trying to hedge your bets and. I heard it's also, uh, you know, it, it can be difficult to, to make and control the uh, reduction, and, and, you know, when you make it sometimes. Yeah, you, you, uh, <laughs> you betcha. <I> <laughs> yeah, reduction, another interesting topic. We'll talk about it at a later point. Um, mm. But also, Chardonnay is a really important grape in Champagne. Yeah. Uh, Champagne's a region, you know. Just um, north of Burgundy. Yep. And uh, delicious sparkling wines and some still wines they make there. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, so Chardonnay is a big component in there. And, you know, Champagne made specifically from 
white grapes. It doesn't have to just be Chardonnay, I think. I think you can make it. Because there's like seven different, I think, grapes permitted in yeah. Champagne. Yeah. So I think um, I think technically if you made a, a sparkling wine in Champagne made completely from Pinot Blanc, you could still call it Blanc de Blanc. I think you could. You can, yeah. It, yeah. Um, yeah, but you, nobody you does can. that. I mean, um, I'm sure there might be one guy or, or girl or woman or man who does that. Uh, but I don't know. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, it the, seems like it would yeah. be a waste. Honestly, um, it would be hard to sell. Yeah, well, it would just be, I mean... All of these places that we're talking about in the old world, they're, it's more like what is already there and who owns it and what are your agreements with the people who own it because you can't, like, it's all so locked down that there yeah. th- there is wiggle room, but it's so, it's so narrow at this point what mm-hmm. can, like, be what can be accomplished except by yeah. just being someone like Dominic Lafon where you're, you're winemaking, like talent whatever that amounts to you know in in real terms <laughs> right like like your skill as a winemaker is m- the main way that you can like change what's going on in burgundy to some degree mm-hmm. but like the, the the plots of land are what they are the whole area is like planted out like pictures of it are hilarious because it's just like Vines on vines on vines. Like every yeah, every piece yeah. of the hillside that could possibly support a vineyard is supporting mm-hmm. a vineyard. So yeah, yeah, you know, um, at, uh, yeah. The the the, var- the varietals in Champagne are Pinot Noir, Pinot Meunier, Chardonnay, uh, and then Pinot Blanc, Pinot Gris, Arban, and Petit Meslier. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you would have to use like, I think it would have to be Pinot. You, I think there are like a couple producers. We talked about this on the the the. the uh, we drank that bottle of champagne. Yeah, the zero yeah. episode. Um, <laughs> the uh, like, there are a couple people doing it, but mm-hmm. they're just they're not big. Like they're just yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the problem with all of this too. Is like so many of these producers like they're either either these vineyards are going into big products like Louis Jadot or they're you know, um, incredibly minute, and we just wouldn't mm-hmm. hear of them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, luckily there are a lot of really good um, importers yeah. who, you know, strive to specifically go for those people. Yeah, know? yeah. Like Rosenthal has a lot of those, Current Lynch has a lot of those, Yeah. Um, where they, they pick out these, like, tiny producers where you're like, holy shit, how did you find these? And I imagine they just literally just go, like, yeah. Go to the person's door to door house. through Burgundy, yeah. yeah. And yeah. just like, oh, all right, let me try this. Let me try this. All right, we want your wine. We don't want your wine, whatever. But um, so on yours, okay. So one interesting thing is on the Macon Village that I'm tasting now and smelling, there is as the wine like opens up a bit more, meaning just like I don't, you let it, it just like essentially aerates more. Yeah. Um, certain like flavors or characteristics will come out more, and on mm-hmm. some bottles of white Burgundy. I find that a lot of the times uh, the oak doesn't come out until it's sat for a little while. It's aerated a little while. Um, yeah. Obviously, some bottles it, it varies, you know. But on, on a lot of these, like I've had this wine a couple times, and every time I have this wine or other wines from this particular region that do use, like, you know, a conservative amount of oak, mm-hmm. it's it always comes out a little bit afterwards. And it doesn't come out, like, super, uh, like, overt. It'll come out, like it'll smell like you just kind of like uh, like you just sharpened a pencil 
and like blew mm-hmm. it off and then you kind of smelled mm-hmm. it where it's not like it doesn't say it smells like, like shavings but um it has a little bit of that like graphite like flinty yeah. thing to it and then also has the would you would you warm. would you maybe call it mineralité mineralité <laughs> mineralité <laughs> Oh, I would like to. I'd like to say this as much as I can, but uh, mm-hmm. the wine yeah. is uh, yeah. made uh, biodynamic. Biodynamic. Biodynamics. Biodynamics, my guy. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so 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 Chablis. One of the reasons I really like Chablis is that it's a great like uh, super crisp, super crisp like zippy wine because they yep. don't really start using oak until you get to the. The generalization, of course, but until you get to like the Grand Cru wines, they yeah. don't really start putting oak on there. So if you get a bottle that just says Chablion or Premier Cru, even I mean Premier Cru Chablis or uh, Petit Chablis, they're all going to be, you know, generalized. Obviously, no oak. And um, yeah, yeah. So I would imagine that's what you're experiencing. Yeah, there's a weird, there's a weird tannic backbone to this that like hmm. certainly could be. Um, could be the product of like I, I mean to skin contact after pressing or something uh possibly I think well that's gonna be like after pressing but they like put think, it in, a, in like a cold room or something and yeah. picked it before they pressed it no I think more likely it's just the, the effect of the fact that this is almost certainly fermented in oak oh okay like, oh, that makes sense yeah 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 because like, I don't know. That's you just get thing too. you just get this richness from it that's like, I don't the the, the tannins of stuff that are fermented in oak to me tend to be pretty different than the tannins of stuff that's mm-hmm. fermented in stainless steel. But I'm always getting psyched out by that and like, right, I'm wrong. But um, yeah. but uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I'm not picking up huge oak on this. I'm just picking up that like. That astringent uh, sort of skin tannin mm-hmm. quality of like right. uh, very very acid driven like relatively mm-hmm. early picked um, Chardonnay, right? Which like I can a, sort of to, to people who have no idea what that means. That just to me at least uh, you can mm-hmm. yep. either be like no you're totally wrong or like that's not how I relate or whatever. But I mean to me that sort of texture I associate with like uh, like this like pear skin kind of. Like you mean that graininess, um, like that yeah, like, that yeah, texture, kind of, or like yeah, 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 that's, yeah. That's sort of like the mouth coating graininess mm-hmm. when you eat a pear that's yeah. not totally juicy and ripe. Yeah, that little like that. I mean, that's sort of an exaggeration of it, but it's like when you like teach people what are tannins, and then they like suck on a like a like tea like a black tea bag. Yeah, it's been, yeah. You know, they're like holy shit, that's disgusting. And you're like, all right, so that's tannins. I feel like that yeah. would be the same kind of thing where like, or if you chew on like a, I mean. I mean, cranberry juice is a great... Cranberry juice, too, yeah, yeah. Cranberry's very, like, very tannic. Um, but yeah, tannins are just it's, just... it's just the taste of wood fibers, basically. It's like, it's the taste mm-hmm. of... It's the taste of cellulose, um, mm. you know, yeah. in whatever context it exists in what fruit you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. Um, which is... That's, a, that's not <clears throat> right. Like, that's not tr- accurate, but that's, like, basically... Right. Yeah. what you tend to like experience is like uh, yeah it's like that's the image in my head of just like right. striations of cellulose mm-hmm. and it's, it's it's very much to do with the 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 non-liquid structures of a of a plant that you then get juice out of mm-hmm. you know um mixing into it 
But yeah, um, this is like, it says on the bottle it's 12% alcohol, so I'm like, I believe that. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this is 12 and a half. Yeah. But for this, I'm uh, I'm assuming that that means they picked this at, uh, what, it's 12 times. You can do it. Or 12 divided by 0.6 approximately. Um, so yeah, they, they probably picked this at or below 20 bricks. Like, uh, bricks nice. are bricks are a measure of sugar content in um, in in like unfermented grape juice that you're gonna make wine out of. Like bricks are one way of talking about um, about how much sugar there is in that. And bricks are inaccurate to the like to the extent that they um, are really just measuring suspended solids and degrees. Bricks like. It's this whole thing about like how it's supposed to correlate with like a percentage of mass type thing. Um, if you like, again for the listener, if you are interested, <laughs> um, looking up uh, bricks or like specific gravity, uh, those are both those are the two main measure me- measurement uh, yes. metrics. Yeah, Whatever, yeah, just yeah. metrics no, used. Not, yeah, the metrics, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, used in in America at least, um, and hmm. basically it's just a style thing. Like you could just like if if somebody tells you that they're using specific gravity, you're just like oh, okay. Uh, if they tell you they're using bricks, you're like ah okay. And then you're like, why am I talking to you about this? And they're like, oh, I, I thought you cared. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was looking up when you said thing about cellulose. I was like, well, celery doesn't taste tannic to me. And then I was like, where does the name celery come from? Does it come from like cellulose or whatever? Yeah. And uh, you want to know what the name for uh, the, okay, the Hindi name of celery, uh, the seeds is ajwain, so A-J-W-A-I-N. I'm like, that's, that's a little too close. It's oh. a little too Ooh. close. So, in a past life, maybe. You. I was, uh, you know, <laughs> I cultivated <laughs> celery in India. <laughs> putting it out there you know what i tom i gotta say when i met you the first thing through my head was this guy he's gonna make a, an off-color joke about teletubbies and he <laughs> is going to uh he's going to at some point reveal to me that in a past incarnation of himself mm. he brought celery to india <laughs> i did that was yeah. me yeah yeah y'all nice. are welcome <laughs> But, uh... Yeah, so, okay. so tannins relationship with white wine is interesting because they're... Tannins have, like, a very... Tannins are persnickety. Like, they're, they're a huge... Persnickety? Yeah. Okay, wait, I mean, wait, hold on. Wait, can I, can I just interrupt? Yeah, yeah, We yeah. could talk about tannins, like, you and me, and we have, like... Well, yeah. For, like, four hours. Let's do this. Oh, oh, I'd yeah. say, we, I say we, we hold off on that because that, like... Mm-hmm. And then we can talk about phenolic bitterness, and we can talk about like all yeah. the different sort of stuff. That can be its own three episode series or some shit. I think you make a very good point there. Do you want um, to pivot over to this California Chardonnay that I have here? And let's and talk we can about start it. talking about New yeah. World Chardonnay in general. Uh, yeah. So yeah, Copane uh, is a good producer there in the Anderson Valley, Northern California. So it's gonna be a little cooler than down in like Napa or um, mm-hmm. no. regions that are further south. Um, I've had their Pinots before, and I haven't had their Shards before. And I like their Pinots, so it wasn't, you know... Oh, yeah, maybe we could do Pinot next or something, like, next episode. Yeah. But um, I've had their Pinot, I liked it. And uh, so I had their Shard now, and it's like... Sorry, can you... Right away, what, what, give me the name of them again? Oh, Copain, C-O-P-A-I-N. 
copain wine. And then, yeah. Yeah. They're good. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell nice. you right off the bat, and I'll tell you the alcohol content of this afterwards. But um, mm. right away, I mean, for me, like, the, the dominant smell in this mm-hmm. is, like, like, some reduction, mm-hmm. and then, like, oak. Right. But not, like super vanilla but there's also I mean but there is a nice like fresh fruit like like core of this so I'd say like right yeah. I think like if you're talking about like an image right so you have like fruit is like you start with fruit is the, like the background for this whole thing mm-hmm. and then you put like I don't know one like one quarter of it is like reduction and then maybe like a third of it is oak, so you can still see like the fruit through it because it's not just all yeah. oak. It doesn't smell like barrel, you know. Sure, you which which one did like, you say it was? Which which copain? Uh, Le Le Voisin. Ah yes, Le Voisin. Trying to trick you into thinking it's French. Nice, and it's good. It's good. Yeah, it's really good. It's got good acid. You know, a lot of um. Yeah, it's delicious. It's delicious. There's nice. a lot of wines that um, you can tell the, the acidity is like pure. It's not. They didn't acidify mm-hmm. or anything, which is again something we can talk about later. Um, you could just tell they wanted to go for th- this style. They wanted to go for like, yeah. like yeah, let's make a good California like distinct Chardonnay, mm-hmm. and like the 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 taste of the barrel in it. You can tell that yeah. it was intentional. And yeah. it's there. It's not overwhelming, but it's it's definitely like assertive, you know. So in terms of scale of reduction, would you would, would you put it like like less reduction than say, um, like Walter Scott's Chardonnay? Oh yeah, less than that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Walter Scott's are pretty like like okay. So let's say all the way from like let's say um, all the way on the left side is like Marcus's like our Goodfellow Chardonnay. And then all the way on the right side is like Evening Land Chardonnay. Okay. This this is like right in the middle. Oh, cool. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a it's a good balance. Yeah. Um Do you like do you like the do you like super, like do you like Evening Lands Chardonnay? Do you like the super reductive style? I uh I mean not alright, so not do you like Evening Lands Chardonnay, but do you like that super reductive no, style like, Chardonnay? I, well, I haven't specifically had Evening Lands, I think. Um, mm-hmm. No, I have. I tell a lie. Uh, you liar. Yeah. Liar. Well, I haven't had theirs in a while, and it was... Liar. Yeah, man, I know. I'm the worst. I'm the fucking worst. I'm the fucking um, worst. Yeah, man. Um, guilt creeping through. Dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> maybe at some point we should, we should do a bit of, like, backstory for the dear listener and... Point out to them no. that we are. Nope. Uh, nope. 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 We are, in case they hadn't guessed, both very nope. white and both. Be- yes. yes. Both healthily privileged. Um, yes. We're doing a podcast about wine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, wait, wait, I, all right. Wait. So while the, while the flavors are still in my mouth. Mm-hmm. People who don't know, and are like just getting into wine, like, oh, like what is it? What does any of this shit mean? What does oak taste yeah. like? Whatever. For me, I mean, it's a lot of different. Like every, so every like barrel tastes and smells different, and then the effect that it has on every grape is different. So like effectively, yeah. every wine is going to be different in terms of how it like expresses oak. Yeah. But generally speaking, you'll get like so there's French and American oak mainly. Yeah. We're just gonna deal with those two. 
for now. Mm, um, let me tell you some stories about Hungarian Let me oak. tell you some stories. Hungarian oak. Slavonian. Don't mm-hmm. even start mm-hmm. with that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, French to me is like just like essentially vanilla. Anywhere from mm-hmm. vanilla bean to vanilla extract, that sort of yep. flavor. And then like toasty like marshmallow. So to me, people talk yep. about like toast on barrel. And it's like when they make the barrel, they like char the like inside of it to a certain degree because mm-hmm. they don't want to um, leave any of like the raw, like un essentially like uncooked like oak in there because it'll impart these really undesirable flavors. Yeah, um, super tannic and all that kind of stuff. So the, yeah. the degree to which you char the barrel on the inside has a great impact on the flavor. So like whiskey barrels typically have a really heavy char that's why it tastes like yeah. smoky or no, they're, they can actually smoky, be but... measured by like how deeply into the chars you can like stick a yeah. measuring device yeah 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 because the wood cracks and yeah 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 but um you know the smokiness from scotch is not yeah. associated with uh it's totally different so well no um, yeah yeah but with with wine that is not how much the barrels get toasted like the the grain of the wood is still very visible mm-hmm. on the inside of a barrel um, it's just been it's just been sort of singed to a to a deeper mm-hmm. brown color. I mean, some some toasts right. are very light; they, they mm-hmm. range all the way to like. Yeah. But it's but but with wine barrels, it's very consistently like a change in color, not a change in like the surface of the wood mm-hmm. by burning. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So the the degree to which a barrel is toasted has an uh, mm-hmm. overall effect on the. The flavor of the wine yep and so that i sort of equate that with like how toast like a, a piece of toast is like how done it is yep or how like if you have a if you're like toasting a marshmallow like to me this is like it's not not really feel like singe but it's like mm-hmm. this is a pretty like deeply toasted marshmallow which i is like perfect for me yep so like it's it's super delicious so to me having that like for me like a oh man it's, it's, it's nice to have that like really roasty kind of flavor and then like uh, like along along with it sort of uh, I can't think of a particular word I'm thinking of but um, it's sort of countered and matched with this really fresh crisp like acid and fruit and apple and all that kind of stuff yeah so it kind of yeah. has like a really overall delicious balance to me where it has it has both to it yeah and uh, people tend to be like, you know, they'll bash one style of Chardonnay versus another. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not like there's there's no, like, wrong, right or wrong choice. Like, I love, I love just, like, super sharp Chablis, but then I love, like, super, like really well done oaky Chardonnays. Like, I don't know, a lot of white burgundies are super oaky and really rich, like uh, Corton Charlemagne or some Merceaux or like that, you know. Yeah, and well, uh, they tend to be able to like kind of carry that alongside really driving acid, which is one of yeah, the things that totally. sometimes falls out. I think it's one of the main reasons that people like can kind of rag on um, California Chardonnays California for being Shards, yeah. overly oaky, and it's it's kind of a consistent problem with basically Burgundian varietals in California, and it's and, yeah. and it's I think there are a lot of Californian producers who don't deserve this reputation. <laughs> yeah, it's, a, yeah, it's, totally. it's an it's it's basically an antiquated reputation at this point. Certainly, yeah. be, just by virtue of it being more than like fifteen years old. But mm-hmm. um, generally, with Burgundian varietals, the the, the the presiding wisdom for a long time is that mm. California just didn't have enough acid in any of those wines. Oh, totally. Yeah, and um, 
I certainly think at this point there are plenty of people in California growing, like, really, really nice, like, well-balanced Pinot Noirs Mm -hmm. and Chardonnays. Like, both. Yeah, yeah. There are a bunch of places that have always been making really nice Chardonnay. Like, uh, I've never gotten the chance to try it, but everyone I know who's actually had Chateau Montalena's Chardonnay it's like mm-hmm. yeah, it's always been acid-driven, light, not not overly oaky, buttery. Right. Like it's not super delicious. Yeah, but then there are yeah. big production houses down in California where like the whole tank is designed to like it's computerized to the point that they can keep really, really close track of exactly what's going on inside it, temperature-wise, and uh, mm-hmm. and yeah. basically microbially. Like you can look at you can look at the effects to basically know what's going on with the cause at certain moments in the wine's lifetime and mm-hmm. that's what we were saying or what i was mentioning about diacetyl is like to get that butteriness you just wait for the diacetyl to have gone through and start um like to have metabolized to a certain point and then you just stop the fermentation with um you know with like a temperature control sort of maneuver or whatever else like sulfur would work i suppose mm-hmm. we probably want to avoid that but then you, you just arrest the that fermentation process and you're left with a bunch of diacetyl just sitting in the wine. Yeah. Um, which is all actually like a, an extension of the malolactic fermentation process, which we will cover at some point when we talk to people. <laughs> uh, we will talk this, about that. <laughs> this, is, this is delicious. You'd really like this. You should get a bottle. I don't know if you can find it out there. but What's the, the, the Lafon Merceau? Uh, Oh, no, copain. I mean, oh, the copain. Uh, yeah, yeah, probably the find the copain. Um, the so is it the 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 uh, Mac- it's, it's the the single vineyard, but the Lafon yeah. is the Macon Village. Macon Village. Yeah. Lafon. It's the, it's. I mean, they're both fantastic. But yeah. I mean, if you like, so an, an, like another, um, I think Stumuler, uh is another is a producer in Stumular. Russian River Valley. Yeah, yeah, yeah Stumuler. It's spelled, it's like S T U H L. Oh, you told me to get this wine before. This is the one that you like. This is that like thirty dollar bottle of the Macomb Village. Is, Macomb uh, Village, yeah, yeah, yeah. You've told I me told about this wine a few times. Yeah, yeah, it's delicious. It's so yeah. good. It's, a it's the one with the crown on it's the label. It's like yellow. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like the perfect. It's like one hundred percent my favorite. Like, oh, like it's hot out. I want to drink this outside. Like, yeah, whatever. There's a pool yeah. over at the beach, or like mm-hmm. I don't know. We're just hanging out outside. It's just, you know, it's the best. It's delicious. But then, yeah, so I remember it was like July 4th and I was still working at that wine shop. Mm-hmm. Um, and my sister uh, was, one of my sisters was uh, back home and she likes sort of like a richer shard style. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, all right, yeah, I'll pick up a bottle of this uh, the stimulant shard for you. And so we had it and we drank it at the beach and it was so good. It oh, was you were telling story. me that story. Yeah, that, the Russian, Russian River Valley shard. And it's similar to this, where it was a little more like decadent than this, in terms of it was a little like it still had good acid, but it was a little less like this is like super sharp. Yeah, that was a little less sharp and a little more rich. So it was like lemon curd, creme brulee, like just like oh man, like I nice. like it's not that I wouldn't like if I wanted to pair that with food, it would be like have to be a super rich creamy dish. Yeah, yeah, like really rich, and uh, or also I like that just on its own. You know, yeah. But, well, you could do oh, that yeah, with so. like if you do that with like a like a cream sauce halibut sort of dish. Yeah, really yeah, good. yeah. Or like a pasta dish, whatever. Mm. Just before it did like this worked really well. Yeah. Like some creamy sort of chardonnay did like a mm-hmm. pasta, just like garlic, uh, ricotta, spinach, 
uh, what the fuck else was in that? Uh, oh, uh, lemon zest and I don't know, there's something else I forget. Yeah, but, you know, like that rich with the lemon zest in there to lighten it up a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, Own oh, some herbs. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, but I mean, that's the styles. It's totally delicious, and it was uh, something that she liked. And I was like, yeah. I mean, I like I hadn't had it before. It's not like I had a prejudice, but it was like I had all these other things that I wanted to try, like all these other Burgundy or these other like. I don't know, French or Italian or Spanish wines, and I had kind of been pushing California wines to the side a little bit because I had this probably this a bit of like I don't know this bias in me because I was like yeah California wines are kind of like it's hot and super fruit's gonna be super ripe I'm not gonna like it that much and I had it and I was like oh fuck this is this is really good <laughs> this is just delicious nice so yeah I don't know man it's sorry uh, I just uh. No, you're good. Well, it's, I mean, I think one of the things I like about Chardonnay a lot is that mm-hmm. it's whatever whatever style you like, there's something for everybody. And oh, yeah. I remember, like, there was yeah. that, um, it's like, so, so one thing that I did, uh, one of my friends, Liam, I was telling you about, mm-hmm. he worked at the wine shop with me, and he was like, oh, you want to get into wine? He's like, nah, yeah, he was kind of like indifferent to it. I was like, all right, yeah. how about this? How about you get a bottle of Chablis, and you get a bottle of, and I give him like the... The oakiest, richest, like butteriest wine. I was like, all right, just let me see what you think. These are the same grapes, and they're just like made in different places. And he came back and was like, yeah. holy shit! Like this is it's the same thing. I'm like, yep, same thing, made different ways, two different places. And so that really like clicked for him. And um, that was the first thing that I really did. I was yeah. working with this one book, this like Barry Brothers and Red book. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was like the first thing that really, one of the first things that got me into wine. And uh, it was cool and, and so another thing working at that shop you're right you're talking about that like inherent bias that's like whatever 15 years old or whatever yeah working in there and she well, it's in. older than that but yeah 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 I think it probably started to change around 15 I don't know I'm yeah. totally talking out of my ass here but yeah, um, yeah but. <laughs> but this woman came in and she was like uh, yeah no and she was kind of embarrassed to be like ah, I'm just I'm just looking for a Chardonnay and I was like alright yeah like well, you want California you want French like what are you thinking budget wise whatever she was like, do you like Chardonnay? I was like, yeah, I fucking love Chardonnay. She's like, what? But like, you're a man. And I was like, what does that fucking mean? It's like, <laughs> but there, there, there is that bias that it's like, you know. That's why we need to go like, with the other oh, name Chardonnay podcast, is like, man. yeah. <laughs> but it's like, it's, Chardonnay is for women. And it's this really oaky, yeah. buttery bullshit. It's like, no, that's not. That's well, that not guy, I mean, that, that, that fucking sexism is buried all the way down into fucking white versus red wine. Like. Yeah, I mean, because yeah, 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 which you know is redounds to the fact that Chardonnay is the it, it it is for all intents and purposes Chardonnay is the white wine like in the way that people yeah, like yeah, yeah. in the way that people say like white Burgundy and they mean Chardonnay and people say white wine they kind of mean Chardonnay right that I don't think that's as true with red wine like I think red wine is much more diversified in what people might mean when they say totally. it. yeah um, I'd say I mean if I had to guess I'd probably say like cab. Maybe? Yeah, yeah, probably Cabernet. Cab, probably. Yeah, but um, and the funny thing yeah, is, yeah. in terms of real terms of like what people like about red wine, usually mm-hmm. I would, you know, and this is a old, I'm stealing this from a comment that a friend of mine made once, but like when people talk about liking red wine and they're non like wine nerds, usually mm-hmm. they end up describing something a lot like Syrah, either Cabernet Sauvignon oh, really? or Syrah. Well, yeah, people just talk about like oh. yeah, like big like big fruity, you know. 
com- complex, but you know, um, with some spice to it, and you just end up. Yeah, being, yeah. yeah. You you would like Syrah if you like looked into it enough to know where to like get it. That's true. From like which yeah. Syrahs you're talking about? I was Sir- gonna I was yeah. gonna say. Oh no, sorry, God, God. Uh, that's just sort of an out my ass comment, but like I don't think it's fair to say that people are talking about Pinot Noir when they say like red wine. But Chardonnay, mm-hmm. Chardonnay is really important is mm-hmm. in 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 the wine world, which like has all of these different like meanings. Like there's all kinds of things that are implied by that, but it's um, yeah, I don't know. That I like Chardonnay a lot. <laughs> it's, that's, it's, that, that's an interesting yeah. point, though. When you're saying about like what uh, when people say white wine or red wine, what do they consider? And I think that'd be a really really interesting conversation in general. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. We should have it another point. I'm gonna yeah. write that down because uh when I took that like intro som class, whatever, mm-hmm. he was like we did a bunch of blind tastings and he was like uh and never, nobody was like, I don't I don't know what this is and he was like, It's Malbec. Like that's just Malbec. You know what it tastes like? It tastes like red wine. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a whole separate thing. Yeah. But, no, but uh, that's I mean that's super delicious. Fucking that's so true about Malbec is like it's just yeah. you know it's red ass red wine Jesus yeah yeah, yeah. I, so, uh, that'd be a good one because I really want to actually oh shit that place right around here that I went to today mm-hmm. when I got the that uh, Ant Hill Pinot that we'll do mm-hmm. tomorrow or that day after next or whatever yeah they had uh, Zorzal you know what that is no ooh alright I'll tell you about it later cool but uh, yeah yeah so, so anyway there are a couple, uh, just for my own sake, because mm-hmm. I, I want to, this is halfway nerding out and halfway me vindicating myself for a comment I made earlier. Um, mm-hmm. Melon de Bourgogne was, uh, it originated in Burgundy. Yeah. It was grown yeah. there and then was destroyed in the early 18th century by uh, mm-hmm. by decree. <laughs> so it reminds me of <laughs> my dad the other day, I was helping him, uh-huh. uh, I was working in the greenhouse, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and he was like whatever I was like raking out a bunch of stuff and like cleaning off stuff to make room for trays for seating and stuff and uh, there was just like a computer like a tower you know mm-hmm. so basically like the computer rather than like the monitor or whatever and he was like uh, yeah so if I wanted to like <laughs> I wanted to like destroy this <laughs> I want to go about it I'm like like I've never seriously heard somebody say, "Yeah, if I was gonna destroy this," like, that's like you only hear like a supervillain talk about destroying, I don't know, the Earth or something. Yeah, you know? I was like, I laughed. I was like, "What are you talking about destroying?" And it turns out he just wanted to like delete the contents of the computer. And I was like, "Oh, you right, just, like, yeah. You can just plug it in. You just like I can delete all the stuff." There's like a, there's literally like a very easy way to do that. And he's like, "Yeah, yeah, I want to plug it and do the whole thing. Can I just like run water through the computer?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Fucking sure, yeah, <laughs> like, that'll whatever. destroy it." I was like, "He's like, what if I just smash him? Like, if you, if you like hit it with a hammer, it's not going to delete everything in there. That's, but like, yeah, if you just... take it apart and smash each individual component, sure. But like, that's let me just bring it inside and just take me like ten minutes." Nah, 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 nah. You gotta get, you gotta build your dad a just big ass electromagnet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Boom. If I wanted to destroy this, <laughs> if I wanted to destroy this, this is like your dad. Well, show, hypothetical here. Your dad coming in with a, like a new laptop he's bought, and he's just like, 
so I was I was doing some reading and it was like I just wanted to know if I could count on your help to destroy this varietal <laughs> grape that's growing in this entire region. Do you think I could just run water through the whole area or like what a what are we, what are we, oh. smash it with a hammer? What are we doing? It was so funny. <laughs> That's awesome. It destroys so dramatic. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, the last, the, the most recent time I think I've heard somebody describe something being destroyed or destroying something. They were talking about their latest hangover. Mm, I was destroyed. I was destroyed. <laughs> or somebody like yeah, really being into politics and describing their candidate. It's like destroying somebody in a debate. Oh, well, I mean, it's part of the caption of every fucking uh, Ben, Ben, what's Shapiro. his name? Ben Shapiro video. Yeah. Where he destroys some, some, some bleeding heart liberal college student with purple hair who doesn't understand the yeah. meaning of yeah. hard day's work. Ben Shapiro destroys socialist cuck. Yeah. Like, nice, I'm clicking on that. In zero point zero one seconds. That's I'm a, me. I'm a socialist. I'm, this I'm a socialist cuck, and he has he has not done anything to me yet. He's afraid. He's afraid he that afraid. I'm the last socialist cuck that he won't be able to destroy. Probably. Yeah. To be honest. He's afraid of losing an honest? argument to a man shorter than him. Mm. <laughs> Is he short? He's very short. <laughs> He's a, uh, no, no, he's like my height. He's he's a tiny he, man. <laughs> he's a he's he's a, he's a modest modestly sized man. I would I would like that. Be like girls yeah. describe you short and be like <clears throat> I'm not short. I'm modestly I'm, yeah heighted. I'm modest. I'm modestly sized. I I looked at the options for height and went with a modest option. Respectable modest yeah. option. Yes. I didn't want to intimidate anyone. By being, no. by being, impressively short. <laughs> yeah. No. No. Of course not. Yeah. No. Um, wow. I didn't know somebody could be that short. You're like, yeah. As a matter of fact, I could be. It's me. I could do it. I. <laughs> I got nothing but nothing but chromosomes and bad sleep habits to work with, baby. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. So um, another thing that mm. I just just discovered for myself on the subject of wine was that uh yep. Auxerrois yep. also probably originated in the town of Auxerre near Burgundy <clears throat> um not really grown there much at all anymore mm-hmm. but uh pr- probably has the same basic parentage as Chardonnay which is a, it's probably a cross between Gouet Blanc and Pinot Pinot Noir hmm yeah yeah, I feel like that's the kind of thing that I've I've had, but like someone blinded me on and was like, "What do you think this is?" And I was like, "Chardonnay." And they're like, "Haha, no, it's Auxerrois." Yeah. I was like, all right, cool. Like, thank you for really helping my education. Yeah. Way to go. Oh, dude. Progress. <laughs> I have a so the that Gruner that you bought um, the to. Show me the the fatal fatal spiel fader spiel fader spiel. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I was at my buddy Brandon's house, and um, if he listens to this, this will this will blow my cover. Um, but mm. um, he was blinding us on a couple wines, and he blinded us on that, and I like uh, 
I saw that he blinded us by putting it in the bag from Valley Wine Merchants. Oh. <laughs> and then I saw just like the the capsule. And I was yeah. like, hmm, I think that that's what that looked like. And I know that they have it at Valley Wine Merchants, but this also definitely tastes like that Gruner. Mm-hmm. This is like, I'm pretty sure based just on the taste. That... So I, like he was yeah. just like, yeah, what do you guys think this is? And we were going around like giving like, you know, what varietal we thought it was. And I was just like, yeah, I think it's Gruner. And he's like, yep. And I was like, I bet it's that bottle that <laughs> fucking Tom showed me. And he pulled it out of the bag and I was just like, fuck. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed it, bitch. Yeah. It was like every, like, it was one of those awkward moments where like Brandon, Ben and Nolan were like, wow. Uh, nice, nice, nice job uh, calling that one. And I was like, yeah. thanks. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna walk away with, with that win right there. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna be like that guy who really fucking knows Gruner. I know it. It's in me. Have you ever like been doing a blind tasting, or whatever, and then somebody, um, somebody like pours it for you, mm-hmm. and they, like for some reason they'll like give you a hint or like based yeah. on their reaction, like you can just figure it out what it is based on them rather than yes. what's actually in the glass. But then you have to like pretend like you don't know what it is. Yeah, I've done that like so many times, and I'm like, "What the fuck am I doing?" You know, like I don't want to let them down. It's like this weird like game theory, like layout oh, yeah. that's going on no, in my it's, head. It's this and I'm just very like, bizarre like layering of the narrative where you're like, "Ah, is it? Is it? Is it? Could it be polite and fun and cool for me to be like, no, I use this tick that you, you <laughs> say when you're." Trying to ply this angle of skullduggery that no, um, I was it a hacked I, into your brain? Yeah, yeah. All ones and zeros. With yeah. Just straight green text hacking. <laughs> just that look, was man. Just me. I don't. I don't want to say I juiced your mainframe to rewrite right. the primary code, but but I did destroy. <laughs> I destroyed it. But I also saw the capsule of the wine. But I also flooded this monitor with water. <laughs> I destroyed this fucking personal computer. <laughs> I just... um, no, I did that exact thing you're talking about at a at a group tasting. Like we have a, there's this tasting group that hasn't met for a while and probably won't now that we're in the midst mm-hmm. of the coronavirus. But. Um, they we got together and we were we were doing a tasting and there was this one wine that came up and it was from Italy and we tasted it and I was like I feel like it tastes kind of like I don't know like it could be an Alsatian varietal and then the person who poured it was like yeah we've had one other wine of this varietal in a in one of these tastings oh and that's that's yeah which that's like ad- admittedly terrible. we've done so many different varietals that have only come up one time I was like all right well like but it's a white wine and then just like kind of just lobbed yeah is it sylvaner and it turned say, to me yeah. and like uh yeah and i was like yeah yeah couldn't have told you that just based on tasting it or smelling it but right. when you give me a clue like that like i don't know i did i did buy a bottle of sylvaner today mm-hmm. and uh i thought about that one that uh the divine weinbach oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 oh that shit was delicious super good super so good, good. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So, oh yeah, I went back to the um, the Macomblage. Mm-hmm. And um, ooh, the absence of like prominent oak on there makes the fruit just like leap out. Nice. And uh, it's super. I mean, they're both delicious. It's like, I, I, it's not like I hate when people who are like, oh, which one is better? 
It's like mm. it's, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't mean anything. It's liquid. No, with well, like and with like with Chardonnay, that's completely dependent on like what do you prefer? What do you want to get yeah. out of this? Or not even like yeah, like what do you prefer in the particular moment? Yeah, know? yeah. Like what are you I eating? Want something like, super are, lean yeah. and crisp, and I'm I'm in the mood for something like you know like laser beam sharp. Yeah. How many days have you been I at want... home without contact, like in person <laughs> with anyone? Because a how many days have you been self quarantined? Yeah. <laughs> How many days have you just been <laughs> watching videos of Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on the, <laughs> the floor of the house defending your civil liberties, just being like, God damn it, I don't know what to do with these feelings. I'm imagining she just had one button undone. Just, just uh, one more. I, I'm, just, I'm just imagining with her... With your eyes, like, just doing it. Just her Professor actually X being interested in... It. Like, her her bumping into me in, a, you know, in some... I don't know. I don't know what setting, but for me to be able to be like, yeah, actually, that's uh, it's an old world Chardonnay from Chablis, and her being like, oh, tell me more, and me being like, oh my god, <laughs> you're like, actually, you've a red uh, understanding power. <laughs> <laughs> she just looks at you up and down like, yeah, I have, um, and I gotta say, you uh, you don't have that like soft-spoken 65-year-old vibe going on <laughs> of a, uh, you know, of a peak prowess Chomsky, but... <laughs> but God, I'll settle the night. <laughs> <laughs> I think that is... Curtain that, closes. Yeah. I, oof, yeah. There's oof. Some, something, something I don't want to go too far into about my own psychology that having Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying, you're no Chomsky, but I'm in a, I'm in a mood to settle tonight. <laughs> to me, it's just mm. like, mm. Mm. That's, that's, uh, yeah. Do we, we don't need a sign off thing. No, I, I would prefer we didn't do that because that's just fucking stupid. <laughs>